0: is that better oh boy so everything i just said was completely not recorded <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right give me a mic check for like 10 seconds mic check hello one two three do you hear the background noise the background music yes a lot better god damn it all right well let's uh let's backtrack a bit backtrack a bit my quality sounds good no background music it's odd whatever we'll just rock with it train wreck shirts are available in the merch store because uh you know how it is Um, all right. So going back to this, uh, real quick, Robert Patterson confirmed to be joining the penguin show. We don't know in what capacity is it going to be Batman or is it going to be Bruce Wayne? I'm leaning towards more of a Bruce Wayne cameo and not so much as Batman. I think we'll just get Batman in the movie. Um, but you never know what Matt Reeves has in store for us. So I, I, I hope we get Batman also, but uh, I'm leaning more towards Bruce Wayne. Um, I'm excited for the show, but it is disappointing that it's not connected to the DCU, as uh, I've said before. It kind of makes the show useless. Uh, it makes the whole Batverse useless in the Else worlds. But um, Colin Farrell was a great Penguin. The show is probably going to be amazing on its own, so I'm excited for it. I'll still definitely check it out. And, uh, yeah, what's also useless is Gotham Knights. As I said before, that you couldn't hear me, I'm not excited for the show. This is due out in March. This show seems very much CW fied, more so than Arrow and Flash ever were. Um, I'm not excited for any of the actors or whatever story they're trying to tell. The Arrowverse dies with the Flash, and that. Final season of The Flash is currently um airing. So once that wraps up, Superman of Lois is detached from the Arrowverse. Gotham Knights is detached from the Arrowverse. Uh, so there really is no reason to even put this show out because it's not with the Batverse. It's not with DCU. It's not with the Arrowverse because it's dead. So I don't know why this is still coming out, but. um If anyone's interested, this is due out in March, but I will not be checking this out. Uh, As far as the Flash goes, now that we got back to where uh, we were, I watched episode one and two. Episode one was a Groundhog's Day type of episode. They were in a time loop. Every morning they woke up. It was the same day over and over, um, and they had to kind of break out of that. Uh, What was the only interesting part was the end the end of the episode teased red death which is a, a bat a, a batman f- speedster basically or he has batman suits on or whatever the case may be um i don't know too much about this particular villain or character but he he's rocking the bat symbol on his chest he's a speedster and he's in town going after barry allen so we got another speedster on the flash and uh he seems to be the big bad for this final season um episode two we had the fiddler come in and uh try to attack uh what the hell is his name Oh, I'm forgetting his name, but he shoots Sonic vibes, uh, Sonic, um, Sonic, like, uh, Echo out of his hands or whatever, and what the hell is his name? But anyways, she tries to attack him. He's able to get away. He ends up at Star Labs, you know, trying to, uh, get help. Caitlin is no longer here. She is now a new character. The third... Caitlyn snow character so she's not caitlin she's not frost she's now just snow apparently or uh, she she said her name in the episode and i can't remember it but um she has no memories of whatever frost had she has no memories of whatever caitlin had so she's just a brand new character personality I, i don't really like it to be honest i feel like for the final season we should get the we should get caitlin back have the original character you know and really cap off the season right but um here we are final season we have a brand new caitlin snow (laughs) so we'll see how that goes but um overall the episode was okay Uh, they were able to stop the fiddler but she did get away with um with the gauntlets that the the other guy was wearing that she was attacking in, in the beginning of the episode and they brought the gauntlets with the uh, captain boomerang to the um to red death and they basically used the gauntlets to i guess the idea was he's he's stuck in a vibration and he can't go back to his normal life form um so he's stuck in a, in a, a speed vibration the gauntlets counteract it and bring him back and stop the vibration from moving so fast and he zips around the city ends up on the roof of a building and that's when you actually see him in his full red suit with the bat symbol glowing and uh he basically says barry look out i'm coming for you type of thing so it was a it was a solid episode the first episode i'd probably give it like I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired of shows doing Groundhog's Day. Um, it just seems to me like they just don't know what to do. And they're like, let's do a Groundhog's Day so we can just repeat the the little story we have over and over. And um, I'd probably give that like a four. The second episode was a, a little bit better. We had actual, you know, fight scenes and stuff. So I'd probably give it more of like a... 5.5 maybe 6 and I think moving forward we're start, We're now that red death is actually live and in person we're gonna start seeing him interact with with the flash more and uh, really kick off why this is a major threat um, so we'll see it's not a very long season I think we're only getting 13 episodes so they kind of have to like rapidly get to you know Uh, to the story and not fool around with these like filler type episodes in my opinion. So we're going to keep it on the flash because the next topic has me very excited. If it's true, there is now a new heavy rumor that Grant Gustin is slated to replace Ezra Miller as the flash in the DCU moving forward. If this is true, my prayers have been answered. Spartacris's prayers have been answered. Um, a lot of people's prayers have been answered because let's be real, Grant Gustin is the best live-action flash that we've ever had. Um, you know, like obviously he's on the CW, so the drama is obviously there, the the writing is very CW. But his personality as the flash is exactly what I wanted um, he has the look of Barry Allen that I would want right. He's not a um, he's not overly nerdy and awkward he, he he's the right amount of smart witty. Uh, grounded like he's very he's what i would want from the flash so if this is true and he can kind of take what he learned and apply it to the movie and have the actual uh writers of the uh, of a new flash movie um really give him powerful scenes i think he'll knock it out of the park yeah i think he's done with when he said he's done being the flash he's he's he means on the cw because if wb hands him a check and says no you're still the flash you're just going to be the big time flash on the movie side there's no way he turns that down why would you um so I think if this is true, this is a major win for James Gunn. It'll put me back in his good graces (laughs) because uh, some uh, some of the DCU direction, I'm not crazy. uh, I'm not not super happy about uh, and Superman being one of them. But like we said uh, in, in our reaction and in the theater room, the Flash movie looks fantastic despite Ezra Miller trying to bomb it. Um, so I'm excited to see that movie, and, and if this movie really does reset the DCU and somehow gives us Grant Gustin walking out of a Speed Force or something like that after the whole Flashpoint gets reset, it would be killer. Uh, on Facebook, somebody says, also rumor that Christian Bale is going to be in the Flash movie. That would be incredible. That would be incredible if we can have those three batman and like why 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 stop there just throw robert pattison in there right just have all four batman in there why not but if we get bail more the merrier more the merrier so um that that's major news if this is true i very i very much hope so that it is We are going to move on to the MCU and talk about the Mavels. I mean, uh, uh, Miss Marvel. I mean, the Marvels. It's Steven. I am your Facebook comments. (laughs) What's up, Steve? Mm -hmm. Appreciate you coming through. Uh, So, yeah, the Mavels. um, Because this is very much probably going to be meh as a movie. I'm not high on these characters I hated Bree Larson as Captain Marvel the Miss Marvel TV show I was not a fan of the final few episodes real really did a great great job but overall I wasn't impressed um I just don't know what to expect from this movie and it's supposed to be supposed to be epic it's supposed to be you know all of galactic in the universe you know what i mean like it's supposed to be a big time movie with these high high powered characters and i i don't know but the i'm going off track the 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 news is they are getting delayed to november so they will no longer come out in july and uh i don't know if it's good or bad because I don't know what to expect from this movie, but hey, if it gives them more time to make the movie good, then I'll take a delay. I'll, I'll never be mad at a delay if it results in a good movie or a good video game. So I'm okay with it. Hopefully, this movie delivers because after Ant Man, which is currently out now and getting terrible reviews, it seems like the audience might be liking it a little bit more, but. There's still a ton, a ton of audience reviews that are saying it's bad. So I don't know what to expect from that movie. Um, I'm already thinking Marvel's is not going to be good because Captain Marvel was terrible. So I I really don't know what to expect, but hopefully this extra time makes it better. Um, Moving on to something I'm actually interested in is uh, Fantastic Four fantastic four is rumored to be ramping up their casting choices and uh, announcements and it's rumored that sue storm is going to be first announced and the rumors to play sue storm is mila kunis and uh melissa benoist and if you don't know who melissa is she was supergirl on in the arrowverse and she did a she did a great job as supergirl and i can i can kind of see her being sue storm but my, my pick 100% is Mila Kunis out of the two. She's a fantastic actress. She's very funny. She can definitely hop on the, the MCU humor train um, and really bring a, a, different, uh, a different acting style to these characters. I think it would be a fantastic choice if they can get Mila Kunis. So... Hopefully we get that news soon, because uh, it seems like they're ready to start announcing cast choices. So we'll see. Deadpool three is also uh, rumored to have Xavier and Magneto returning from the OG X Men. Patrick Stewart, Stewart, Ian, as Magneto. Um, they're reportedly on hold, waiting for shooting um, to start. So that's big time news because not only are you gonna get magneto and xavier we also have hugh jackman returning as uh logan and we have ryan reynolds as deadpool deadpool 3 is going to be a banger of a movie man this movie is gonna be lights out i cannot wait and they're already saying that this movie is going to be rated r so they're they're not Shying away from what Deadpool is supposed to be, which is fantastic. So I can't wait for that. Um, the OG uh Professor X and Magneto, that's gonna be a treat to see on screen in that world again. Um like like uh like they said, the only reason Logan is gonna be in this movie is because it's before he dies in the Logan movie. So he's being plucked out of that or him and Deadpool are going to be plucked out of that time period. And which means Patrick Stewart is still alive and Magneto is around somewhere. So. I can't wait to see how the how they do that and what's in in store for us, because this movie is shaping to be something uh, special and uh, I can't see how this one doesn't deliver. Unlike the others and and speaking of the others, I just want to go over something real quick is the MCU failing and I don't mean I don't mean um, how do I say this? I don't mean numbers wise as far as how much money they make because clearly no matter what they put out, they're going to make money. We're all going to see it regardless of how bad the movie might be, right? Um. But are they failing? Did they lose their way? I have a theory that the MCU is really missing the Russo brothers. Because if you think about it, the Russo brothers really set the tone for the last saga they were in control of infinity war and Endgame. so every director for every movie and every character when they're trying to tie this large overall story they had to talk to the russo brothers to make sure they were all in line and make sure they were all in in the right tone the right uh they were telling the right stories to help push the narrative forward to get to the russo brothers movie i think they were they're being heavily missed right now um because phase four had zero direction they were just all over the place phase five if what we're hearing is correct ant-man is not looking good and uh it's a mess then like what are we what what's the mcu doing like what are we doing what what's what's happening that they are starting to lose their way and my theory is the russo brothers being gone they they set the tone again like you you had captain america winter soldier so you had hydra being shown hydra coming to surface the the fall of shield which impacted you know everything moving forward because nick fury was barely used and uh, needed you had no helicarriers you barely got one in age of ultron because um, if you paid attention to agents of shield colson's still alive and he was able to store one of the helicarriers safely somewhere for nick fury to grab an ultron right so that winter soldier really started the tone and and the feel of where this saga was going right that kick-started it then you had the russo brothers civil war which even more amplified to bring in new characters like spider-man black panther um they they were at the forefront of everything happening in that in in those phases. Phase one, they were nowhere to be seen, and it was kind of the Joss Whedon show. But even those movies, because were still, they were still telling a story and introducing the path that we were heading. Where I feel like in phase four, we still have no path. <laughs> we still don't know what the hell is going on so is it because the russo brothers are not there that's my thought apparently later in the decade i think i reported earlier uh earlier episode that the russo brothers are willing to come back later in the decade which would be you know 2027 20, 28 29 30 um if that's the case we're we'll, we'll gonna we're gonna be in a new saga at that point, so they're they're gonna return and kind of kick off the new saga. So, is this saga doomed to fail? As far as important, excuse me, importance is it doomed to fail? As far as quality, again, we know the 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 money numbers are going to be there. It's gonna make money, but. Is it going to lose a lot of people's interest to continue with the MCU if it just continues to produce bad movie and show after bad movie and show? We'll see. Apparently they're scaling back the shows. We're not going to get we're only going to get like two shows a year instead of three or four. We're only going to get two movies a year instead of three or four um they kind of got a little crazy in phase four and rapidly kicked out multiple projects and a lot of them missed so we'll see if the scaling back helps if it improves the quality the overall quality of the movies and the tv shows they're producing Mm -hmm. um if it doesn't then that i think they really need to uh get the russo brothers back or or figure something out and write the ship because uh they're they're way off course right now and um ant-man is supposed to reel us back in and if everything we're hearing is true ends up happening because i'm probably going to see the movie tomorrow so i i'll get my own opinion on it but if everything is true that we're hearing then we're still we're starting st- uh phase five miserably <laughs> so we'll see what happens um i I have faith in the mcu to write the ship good because they're the pioneers of the ship (laughs) so hopefully uh hopefully we can really crank out some stellar movies and shows in the future but uh we are missing the presence and direction uh, of the russo brothers in the mcu Uh, uh, you can't you can't tell me otherwise uh, everything Marvel is great. What's up, Captain? I know who that is. Um, But yeah, so Russo Brothers, please come back. Hel- help the MCU find their way because uh it looks like it may be needed. Next up. Something that really surprised the hell out of me. They uh, Apple Plus released a trailer for a movie they're uh, making called Tetris. And when I saw this, I'm thinking, is this Tetris the game or is this something completely different? So I I watched the trailer not really knowing what it was. And it's not a video game adaptation of Tetris, but it is about the game of Tetris and and the journey to get this game on Nintendo. To get the rights to this game to launch with uh game boy and you see what what the guy has to do he has to actually fly to uh the soviet union at the time because this is taking place in the 80s so we're very much in the cold war era and he's going to the soviet union to talk about a gameboy game, Boy game <laughs> with the russian uh, administration right so it's like this movie seems like it's going to be an epic thriller as much as it is a video game type of movie so I- i'm super excited to see this the trailer is fantastic the choice in music using the final countdown is amazing we're going to get all 80s music uh in this movie because it's in the 80s, and um, I-, I can't wait, man. I was blown away by this trailer, and I'm super amped for this movie. And uh, that that is going to... It- it's a good kickoff to the gaming-verse, because we're, we're ending with Tetris, so we are going to move over to the gaming-verse, and uh, we're going to talk about the New York Jets. No, we're not. We're going to talk about Madden 24. EA is reportedly saying that this is a make or break year for Madden. Um, If Madden 24 does not deliver the numbers. and, And 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 the the fixes and quality that Madden's known for in the past. And they have another failed year because Madden 21, 22, and 23 were all failures in the eyes of EA. I think people are starting to realize that they don't want to spend 60 to $70 on just a roster update. They're not innovating the game anymore. They're just copying, pasting, and just changing players' numbers, right, and, and names on the back. So... If Marvel, um, Marvel, if Madden 24 fails again, right? EA is going to clean house in the department that runs Madden, and they're going to bring in all new people, and that could get exciting. So I'm almost like rooting for Madden to fail, in a sense, because Madden desperately needs, uh, they they desperately need change. They desperately need to make the game more fun. Um, more innovative, and and really try harder to bring the game of football into our hands, right on on our in our controllers. So, I'm I'm kind of hoping Madden 24 fails. I'm probably not getting it. I normally don't get Madden games anymore because I again I don't want to spend money on a roster update. Um, so I'm probably not gonna play it unless it's like super on sale at one point. So hopefully, uh, I'm kind of hoping it fails and and we get the change that's desperately needed in Madden. We're gonna stick with EA or not. We're not gonna stick with EA, I totally lied. We're gonna move on to Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is um, joining the PS Plus Extra and, and Premium Collection. So if you're a PS Plus extra or premium member, Horizon Forbidden West will be available to you for free in the collection, which is big time because if you haven't played the game yet, I highly recommend you go do so. It's a fantastic game. It's what Zelda should be and uh you wouldn't be disappointed. It looks fantastic. The the gameplay is great, the mechanics are great, the story is good. Uh I still need to complete the game. I'm i'm still struggling with my backlog i just completed fifa 19 speaking of ea um fifa 19 the story mode with alex hunter i finally wrapped up the alex hunter trilogy in fifa and uh i can i finally feel like i can move on um i got a complete god of war and and forbidden west so i still have a ton a ton on my backlog to go through but uh this isn't about me. This is about you. <laughs> if you haven't played Horizon Forbidden West, now is the perfect time to do so, because it is free. And uh, keeping with the PS Plus Extra and Premium, they are also uh, adding the Quarry to it, which is a game I am dying to play. They are the creators of Until Dawn, which was a fantastic Um interactive movie style horror game and the quarry is going along those same lines um and directions so i'm super excited to play this game now that it's on the uh, in the collection you're also getting scarlet nexus added uh, borderlands 3 is added so if you got borderlands the handsome collection um when it was free which gave you Borderlands 1 and 2. Now you get Borderlands 3 for free. And then you can kind of piggyback that into Tiny Tina's. So uh, with that, we're getting Outriders and Resident Evil 7. So we got some bangers joining the catalog. If you if you haven't played these games, uh, it's definitely a perfect time to do so. back to ea finally um ea well jedi survivor which is due to come out soon i believe in march um they have they showed us that there's going to be dismemberments um if you're if your lightsaber hits stormtrooper in the leg it's gonna cut that leg off as it should and uh they were uh the star wars games refrained from doing that because they thought it was um too violent or too gory or whatever but they're actually doing it in this game and and i appreciate that it's gonna add a a new element of uh crazy finishing moves you know um hitting a combo and slicing a head off or an arm or whatever like it's gonna be very cool some you have somebody shooting at you with a blaster and you you chop the arm off that the gun's in they can't do anything and just beat the crap out of them so uh, i love this addition to the game i'm glad they announced it it makes me even more excited than i already was to play this game um so that's that's awesome it's big time so stay tuned for that uh real quick game pass this is interesting (laughs) now if you've been following me from way back in the day with friday night gaming podcast uh, with my boy trigon we had many discussions about game pass and how it's fantastic like don't everything about game pass is fantastic it is for the gamer it is the best thing for the gamer if you're on pc or xbox but we did say a lot that X, that game pass is cannibalizing their own products. And recently in an article, Microsoft admits that game pass is cannibalizing their sales and how could it not? you're offering day one games for free on your platform. I mean, you're paying $10.99 or $9.99 or whatever the price is now. But it's uh, for, for me, for example, I have a PC. I have Game Pass. I get every Xbox game that comes out that's also available for the PC. I get that for free on day one on Game Pass. I have zero reason to purchase an Xbox console and zero reason to purchase hard copy or digital games on the on that said Xbox or on PC because I just have to pay $9.99 and I get it all handed to me. I get it all. I spend more than 10 bucks on, uh, on a game in a month because they're like $70 now. So $10 a month is a fantastic value for any gamer whether you got an Xbox or PC and you get all the all the Xbox catalog you get the Bethesda catalog I think they're adding Ubisoft's catalog like you get a ton of games but nobody's buying these games and yeah so your Game Pass revenue is going up yippee but you just lost $60 in revenue because you're just handing them the game in on that service so we me and my boy tribe been saying this ages ago and uh i've been saying it on this show as well that no matter how great game pass is xbox is losing money (laughs) and they're finally admitting it so the problem is now that they're admitting it is that going to change Are they going to increase the price of Game Pass to try to make up some of that money? Are they going to um, somehow scale back the releases on Game Pass and not give you day one anymore? Because if they stop giving people day one, then people are going to stop having Game Pass for that particular reason. But if you keep giving day ones on Game Pass, then people are going to not be buying games on Xbox. So it, they're in a, a they're in a very. Um, they're in they're in an area where it's not good for them right now. But for us as the gamer, keep buying Game Pass. It is 100 percent worth it. But yeah, so. Not a shocker. You're losing money because you're you're giving away games at 10 bucks a month. Um, Ubisoft announced that if E3 does not get canceled again, which a lot of people think it might be, because uh Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo all said they are not attending E3 this year for whatever stupid reason. I hate that they don't do E3 anymore. Um we uh, like the age of state of plays and Nintendo directs. Like I'm tired of it. Like go back, give me the conference. Everybody wants to watch uh, for me personally. I want to watch a two hour conference that's all about Xbox games, all about Sony games, all about Nintendo games, all about Ubisoft games. Like give me all of it. Give me all the news. Like it's the most exciting time for a gamer. Learning about what's to come, and you get to share the enthusiasm with other fans and, and, and uh, writers and, and you know, creatives. Like, it, it's just such a good thing for gaming, and th- they just rather send out a, a stupid video that n- most people hate watching because it doesn't give you the information you're looking for. Um, so with that being said if e3 is still happening ubisoft said they are going to be there because they have a significant amount of information to share with us so that's awesome news uh for people who are a fan of ubisoft games shout out to ubisoft by the way because we are now a ubisoft partner thank you very much um so ubisoft has a lot to tell us and there's still a lot for us to learn of of the announcements they've had in the past you know we still got division heartland uh we got a new rainbow six movie coming game hopefully um we need to learn more about the division two are they gonna are they gonna actually expand it again into a new thing or or they or are they gonna actually create division three and we'll kind of get into division three in a second but um are they gonna give us trailers for the new assassin's creed uh maybe a new watchdog's coming because it's been a few years now like i'm excited i'm really excited so hopefully ubisoft does end up at e3 and we get to watch the showcase together because uh it could be a lot of exciting news i know i'm desperately waiting for a trailer to drop for the division movie with jake gyllenhaal i cannot wait for that movie to ever get made but we're not hearing a peep out of that and as far as i know covid completely derailed their production and once that happens everyone's schedules get jumbled and now you have now you're waiting on the actor to be available again because he was already booked for other projects and movies that you know are taking up that time so um I, I think they said the movie's on the back burner until it can really go into full production again which is unfortunate but maybe we'll get a surprise at e3 because e3 we always get surprises from these developers of you know something that we're looking for or wanting so hopefully you know ubisoft will show up and we get some uh, banger announcements speaking of division three um division division one was one of my favorite games ever ever i completely loved that game survivor mode you know attacking hunters um you know walking into the the, to the dz with buddies and trying to you know knock out other players rogue agents and whatnot division two was fun I had a good time story was good um they improved on a lot of things the map was fun you know the map was solid but it it felt flat they didn't give us survivor survivor was survival was the best game mode that kept players coming back It kept players coming back to the game after the story stuff was done was let's get into survival mode and uh see if we can outlast and and extract ourselves from from the dead you know the drop my god the dz and it was a fun experience and like if you died and you lost or you extracted you regrouped in the lobby You know in the train station or whatever and you got right back in it and they never brought it to division two so hopefully one of the announcements is a division two is going to have survivor or heartland is going to be survivor or division three is coming and yes survival will be in there so hopefully we get something like that but um I do believe we need to expand on the story of Division 2 or go in a new direction with Division 3. So hopefully we get one of those two things at minimum. And uh, I believe with that, we are done with the announcements. Um, So let me transition real quick. And we're going to go over the March. Boom! There we go. And no, the last episode of the month we do game releases coming in the next. Um, real quick, on movie side we have, um, I believe, Creed coming, and what uh, what else is coming in March? I'm drawing a blank. There's something else that I had in my head that's completely gone. I don't know. Something's coming March first, and I'm not remembering. But with that being said, we're in the game releases time. So um the day before is uh, not coming March first. This was moved to uh, November uh, in the future. But the the month of March is shaping up to be a banger. We have a ton of bangers coming out in March. We we're in the time period right now. The winter, like January, February, we get a couple really good releases, but for the most part, it's kind of dull. It's very independent. Um, Nothing crazy ever drops, right? Unless it's like a one-off or something. From March, April, and May, we're in the spring season where we'll get some banger releases. We're going to get some high A quality games releasing uh for this month for for this time period after may we're in the june july august season which is all about gaming news not about gaming releases we get zero it's basically for the sports games you know like madden and stuff like that that, that's the kind of stuff that comes out in the summer. Maybe we'll get a random drop here and there, but nothing substantial, nothing that's going to blow you away and be like, whoa, I can't wait for June. I can't wait for our August 1st because we're getting Spider-Man 2. That'll never drop in the summer. That'll never drop in the summer. It's The big time AAA games are going to be 100% in the fall or the spring. So the, the we we're, we're 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 approaching the spring season, and uh, it's gonna kick off with this March. So March first, we have Fight and Rage. That's a uh, Xbox and PlayStation. We have Leap on March first on Xbox and PlayStation. We have King of the Castle, which is March second on PC. Now, Woe Long Fallen Dynasty is a game. It's a, a possible banger alert. Um, I'm very excited to check this game out. It looks very entertaining, and uh, a dog's barking. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, It looks very entertaining. I'm super excited to see what this game's about. I watched the trailers for it and some of the gameplay, and it looks fantastic. So uh, this is on my list as a potential purchase. purchase. Um, Hotel renovate. That is on PC coming March 7th. Roman Sylvania, PC. That was kind of hard to say. I don't know why. PC, PS5, and Xbox, March 7th. Pronti, Switch, March 7th. Paranorma Site. The Seven Mysteries of Hanjo. PC and Switch March 8th and 9th. I'm guessing I'm guessing PC is one day, Switch is the other. Project Zero, Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. That is on all platforms uh, coming March 9th. Figment 2, Creed Valley. All platforms, March 9th. Clash Artifacts of Chaos, March 9th. Uh, looks like all platforms besides the Switch. Do not feed the monkeys, 2099. PC, March 9th. Hold on, I need a sip of water. All right. We have DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos coming on all platforms. March 10th. Don't really know what that DC game's about, to be honest. Uh, We got Matto Anomalies. PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch March 10th. Rough Justice, 84. So I'm guessing it takes place in the 80s. March 13th. We have The Wreck, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Switch, March 14th. Hell of an Office. It's a Steam Early Access PC game, March 14th. Flooded. It's a PC game coming on March 15th. We have Anno 1800. That is a Ubisoft game coming on March 16th for Xbox and PC. And Banger Alert number two. We have on March 17th, we have WWE 2K23. I would be more excited for this where we can all play together and have a wild Royal Rumble or something. But until then, it still looks good. And uh, that's dropping March 17th. My dog is going crazy. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, S- was that Syriza and the Lost Demon on the Switch? That's March 17th, Peppa Pig, World Adventures, that is coming on all platforms, apparently, March 17th, Remnant from the Ashes on the Switch, March 21st, Deceive, Inc., P- uh, all platforms besides the Switch. March 21st. Storyteller, PC and Switch, March 23rd. Banger Alert, Resident Evil 4 remake that is dropping March 24th on all platforms besides the Switch. I know Chris is excited for that one. Um, I'm not crazy excited about remakes, I, I never really am, but. I never played Resident Evil 4, so to me, it would be a brand-new game. (laughs) So uh, we may check that out. Uh, Death Roads Torment, Steam Early Access on PC, March 28th. And now here is the game of all games that I am excited for the most. Crime Boss, Raque City. Coming to PC on March 28th. If you remember, the trailer dropped during i believe the game awards back in december um this game is very much like gta style i believe it takes place in florida in rocky city florida which i believe is made up um it has danny treo uh, the the acting class the the class the Master actors, right? They, dude, they got the casting on point in this game, and it's all about, you know, I believe like mob stuff, crime going on in Florida, and dude, it looked incredible. It looked incredible. So this is my number one highly anticipated release coming in March. Unfortunately, it's at the end of the month, but this is one I can't wait for. Um also coming on March 28th, we got another banger. Uh MLB The Show 23. MLB The Show is the best baseball game ever made, don't at me. Um Sony did a great job with making this game back, you know, in the day. And it just keeps going. And uh yeah, so this is coming on all platforms March 28th, and if you have Game Pass, guess what? you get it for free and us PlayStation folk who this game is specifically made for from a Sony studio. We got to pay 70. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) shout out to the Xbox peeps. You win this round. Um, Last of us part one remake coming to PC on March 28th as well. So that's another banger drop. I will not be playing this one because I've played the game three times <laughs> and uh now I'm watching the show um Raidborn steam early access pc march 29th total tank generals march 30th the great war west front pc march 30th dredge pc uh all platforms march 30th saga of sins all platforms march 30th fitness boxing fist of the north star on switch march and system shock coming march 30th i imagine um to pc and that is your march video game releases for next month uh like i said we got some solid bangers coming march and april's gonna shape up to be even bigger i believe so stay tuned for that in a future episode but but, um let's go i can't wait we got a ton of stuff uh, thank you for rocking with me tonight. Um, real quick, on the comic book side, um, if I can remember correctly, we have a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book coming, and they are going up against... Let me just pull it up here so I remember. Oh, I remember. Street Fighters. Before I, As soon as I started typing it in. I just remembered so it is a new comic book that's going to have uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fighting the Street Fighter characters um that's that's super cool i'm excited for that i'll definitely be picking up those comic books and checking that out because uh, it's two different worlds colliding right there um i know you guys didn't hear me in the beginning episode or it was very echoey or whatever it is. but i just want to thank everybody on the podcast side we are available on all podcast platforms so thank you very much there is merch available so make sure you do command merch in chat or you click the link below in the, the description of youtube and the podcast episode so thank you very much this is Multiversal Podcast, episode 23. We will be back in two weeks with episode 24. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. I appreciate you all coming and rocking with me. Thank you to uh, One Shot. Thank you to the captain and everybody else lurking. That's going to do it for us. And uh, Gen Nation, we are outie. Peace, everybody. Ready?